And you trying to whip my ass. You trying to whip my ass on national TV. Really? I'm never going to fight nobody. And when I know I can't win. Come on, man. I'm not stupid. Oh, yes, baby. We got a live one today. We'll get into my hilarious talk with Dr. Heavenly right after these quick ads. Welcome to Reality with the King. It's me, Carlos King, the king of reality TV and one of the most sought after executive producers in reality television with over 10 years of production experience. Twice a week on Reality with the King, we'll sit down with my friends across the entertainment industry, recap our favorite reality shows, and revisit unforgettable moments that we are still talking and tweeting about. Hey, Raindrops. Today's guest on Reality with the King is someone who I consider to be one of the most underrated reality stars of our time. She also happens to star on what I believe to be an underrated reality show, Married to Medicine. Yes, I'm talking about Dr. Heavenly. I had to get Dr. Heavenly to be my first guest as I recap this season of Married to Medicine. That premiere episode was gold. Honey, tens across the board. It was an A. I loved it so much. This show is so good. And I am mad at those who aren't watching it. You guys have to start watching quality shows that isn't a part of like this big franchise, right? Married to Medicine has been on for, oh my gosh, I think like nine years. And it is, to me, one of the greatest reality shows out. When I get asked by my raindrops, Carla, what's the one show that you're not producing that you would love to work on? Without question, I always say The Braxtons or Married to Medicine. I think Married to Medicine is one of the top two best shows on Bravo. Let's get into the season nine premiere of Married to Medicine. So you guys know when it comes to my recaps, child, I ain't got time to go to play-by-play. <laughs> we ain't got time for that. So I like to talk about the things that made me smile. And the one thing that made me smile first was seeing Heavenly and Quad in the same room. I, I love those two together. They have such a great friendship. The magic between Quad and Mariah can never be duplicated. But it's nice to see Quad with Heavenly because they're both so great. I think they're both great stars of that show. And I'm happy to see that they were able to get past their differences. Because, you know, when it comes to Heavenly, similar to Carlos King, she loves to speak her mind. And when she does speak her mind, oftentimes people may interpret it as being messy. <laughs> So Heavenly used to go in on Quad, allegedly dating the rapper Common, all these other accusations, and Miss Quad would always clap back at her. One day, Quad posted a picture of her begging body on Instagram, and Heavenly made a comment alluding to the idea that Quad allegedly had some booty implants. Right? And Quad clapped back and said, Heavenly, are you always going to be a hater? 
all your life and said something mean about Heavenly's body. We don't believe in body shaming at Reality with the King. So I was happy to see that these two frenemies, because yes, child, I think they'll always be frenemies, not friends. But it was nice to see that they got past that shade and was able to film together. So I, I can't wait to see more of that this season. Speaking of Quad, whew, that emotional scene with Quad and her beautiful mother and her handsome nephew, where her nephew, oh my gosh, I can't get emotional right now, but when her nephew said the reasons why he's not doing well in school it is because he's thinking about his father and his father's Quad's brother, and Quad's brother passed away, I, I believe she said at the age of 34, due to some heart complications. And they all started crying. I mean, that scene gave me chills. It reminds me of how Marlo is with her nephews, who she adopted. So similar to that, Quad has taken in her brother's son, her nephew, and her nephew now lives in Quad's gorgeous 14,000-square-foot home. I mean, we got to give Quad a name for that house. We got Chateau Charest. We got Moore Manor. We got Lake Bailey. We need to call it the Quadruplus Quad because that home sitting on 14,000 square feet is stunning. It's stunning. Now, Quad, I love you. You're a one woman. I, girl, I'm hoping you doing some things in every room because that's a big house for such a small girl. But hey, if you got the coins, do it, girl. And evidently, you do. And I'm proud of you. That house is stunning. It's one of the most gorgeous homes on Bravo. Seriously. Speaking of homes, my Detroit sis Toya built her dream home for the past couple of years. And we finally saw Toya move into her dream house. And that house is absolutely Stunning. What isn't stunning is the fact that she sold the house and is now renting a new home. I'm a little bit confused about that. If it doesn't make dollars, it doesn't make sense. And I'm sorry to the king of reality TV. I love you, Toya. This makes no sense to me. And it's not making you any sense, my sis. What is going on? This was your dream home. So you sold it, you got a profit. So I would assume that the profit that you got from selling the home, you would use that to move into another house. And because you're renting, to me, it's like, okay, something in the buttermilk ain't clean. And I am going to spend this season on my Nancy Drew and investigate what is going on in the A when it comes to that. Because I think there's more to that story Maybe it'll all come out this season. That shall remain to be seen. But yeah, I got my good eye on that one. The biggest storyline that I see coming out of this season premiere is Heavenly and Contessa's relationship. So as we all saw last season, Contessa and her husband, Scott, were going through a very trying time in their marriage. Scott was saying how he had a life coach, honey, when I see life coaches, I see Yana Banzant. The woman he allegedly had a, his life coach look more like an Instagram model. That was confusing to me. Then he said he didn't have a life coach. And I don't know. Everything my boy Scott was saying was confusing. 
It was so bad that Contessa was on the verge of filing for divorce. And at the reunion, we learned that she filed for separation, unbeknownst to Scott. So they had all these issues going on. And I don't know, it was, it was sad to see. But according to what's happening this season with Contessa, she's in it to win it. When I look at Contessa's relationship with Scott, this is my opinion. And y'all know because I created Love and Marriage, the franchise, we got Huntsville and D.C. I know a thing or two about marriages, just saying. In my opinion, I feel like Scott has this hold on Contessa because he's, he's older than Contessa. And Scott gives me very old school husband type. I don't think Contessa realizes how beautiful she is and how much of a baddie she is. I think she's afraid to tap into that because she knows that if she does, a lot of men will be looking her direction and she does not want to piss off Scott. I think Scott, in my opinion, is making sure that Contessa stays on this level so that she doesn't reach the potential that she can, because when she does that, or if she does that, she will then realize her worth. And if she does realize her worth, she then may leave Scott. That's what I think. What I have learned when it comes to marriages is oftentimes husbands want their wives to stay in a box, okay? And they will do whatever it takes to keep you in that box. And because Contessa, who I like to call Sierra, because I think Contessa is beyond gorgeous, he knows that Contessa can get any man she wants. And because Contessa doesn't want to ruffle feathers in her marriage, I believe she doesn't want to reach the success that she has. Because if she does, it may be the end of her marriage. That's my opinion. And I think the reason why... She was upset with Heavily for saying that Contessa is in an emotionally abusive relationship, not physical, make that very clear. Heavily says she believes that Contessa is in an emotionally abusive relationship is because of the way Scott speaks to Contessa. And I believe Heavily was alluding to more than what we know And I would bet money on the fact that Heavenly may also agree with me that Contessa is just afraid of ruffling Scott's feathers. But guess what, guys? Instead of me continuing to give my opinion, how about we get into my interview with Dr. Heavenly? When I say to you guys, this is one messy, (laughs) hilarious, shady, but insightful interview with the queen. We talk about Contessa. We talk about Quad. We talk about this season. We talk about some physical altercations that's happening this season. And we also talk about Mariah Huck. But enough of me talking about it, child. Stay tuned to hear my in-depth conversation with Dr. Heavenly after this quick break. This is Reality with the King, and I'm Carlos King. Let's get to my chat with Dr. Heavenly. Me, along with other fans of Bravo shows, we all believe Married to Medicine 
is the most underrated show on Bravo. And the reason why we say it's underrated is because, and this is no shade to the rest of the Bravo shows, Marathon Medicine has always been the top two best shows on Bravo, period. And there's been seasons where it was the number one show on Bravo in the sense of great content and great storyline. So, Dr. Heavenly, do you agree with all of us that Marathon Medicine is super underrated? Absolutely. Absolutely. Not only is it underrated, it's underrated in a sense that you don't see black doctors showing their real lives. What other network do you see that real families? You know what I'm saying? Husband and wife are both doctors, their lifestyle, their ups and downs and what they went through to get there. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's black excellence, really, with drama. And it's funny. Let's not forget the comedy of Marathon Medicine. It's funny. So for me... I asked this question before to some other cast members, but I would love to ask it to you. Do you think the reason why Maritime Medicine hasn't been the talk of the town, a huge ratings hit, is because you guys will forever be in the shadows of the Real Housewives of Atlanta? Absolutely. I've actually heard on different uh, interviews that initially they didn't want us to compete with Housewives. But my whole thing is, yeah, we definitely need more promotion, more, you know what I'm saying? Well, it is what it is. I speak the truth. I don't know. It is what it is. Yes, of course, we're in the shadows. And I'm not going to say that we're better or worse, but we're at least equally as good. No, listen, I will say this. The past couple of seasons, in my opinion, has been better than the Real Housewives of Atlanta seasons. I believe your opinion. (laughs) That's me. But maybe I'm biased, you know? Other people might not agree, but I agree with you. Honestly, I do. No, it's fantastic. And what's interesting is, and I'm going to get a lot of trouble for saying this, When you came on the show, I feel like the show got better. Not saying it was bad before you, because it wasn't. I'm going to be very honest. I loved the first season of Marathon Medicine. I was very into this world of doctor wives and women who are also doctors and this very exclusive subculture that was down in Atlanta. And then I sort of just, it wasn't appointment television for me. And then it became appointment television. I feel like the moment you emerge as one of the stars of the show, because you are the one to watch. You are truly one of the fan favorites, if not the fan favorite. Do you think your presence on the show has elevated Married to Medicine? Absolutely, I do. I mean, you're asking the wrong person. Absolutely, I do. I do all my jobs well, Carlos. You know I'm going to give it to you real. This is my honest opinion. I do all my jobs well. If I'm selling you teeth and I'm doing your teeth, I'm going to do the best damn job I can do. And I understand TV is all real, but I'm going to give you the best job I can do. I'm going to come in on time. I'm going to do my damn job. I'm going to read a bitch and elevate my man at the same time. One of the things that even Wendy Williams has said about Marathon Medicine is the fact that she felt that How can any of these women who call themselves doctors be able to do their jobs because they're on this reality show, in her words, being messy? And she felt that you women did not represent doctors because why would anyone want to go to a doctor that's on marriage medicine? Did that hurt your feelings when you heard that? No, actually, I agree with her initially. And I thought it the first season, I didn't come on a season because I had nine practices. And I said, listen, I don't know how this is going to affect my business. Right. Because I couldn't see anything tangible with the show other than they saying it happened. Once I saw it, I saw the views. My business mind came on and said, you know, even if I get 20 percent, I'm good. Right. And I didn't realize that people love you for who they are. The audience is smart. They get it. 
And my practice has been booming ever since. So initially, I would have agreed with her, yes. But in order for a show to stay on, you cannot have a kumbaya. Y'all ain't gonna watch it. No, that's the thing. Do you feel like, at the end of the day, when it comes to Black professional women on reality TV, that you women get the most hate for speaking your mind, raising your voice, but when a white woman does it, she's iconic. Like, Teresa can flip a table and she's an icon. But if Dr. Heavenly says your mama, she's ratchet. Do you feel that sort of issue going on? I'm not going to say that. However, I do feel like as a black woman in any industry, we always have to be better than the rest. We always have to, you know, go through obstacles maybe other people don't have to go through. Yes, I would say that. So let's get into this current season of marital medicine. We see you and Contessa having some issues because of your YouTube channel where you do speak your mind. And in the teaser, we see that there's like this heavily intervention because you have spoken your mind about all of the women. Can you explain to us what's going on this season as relates to your relationship with Contessa and the other women without giving too much away? Well, you know, I'm a politician, uh, Carlos, so take it as you will. But my whole thing is before you look at my YouTube, you would have to go back to last season at the reunion, right? I was Contessa's best friend, one of her best, at least the best friend on the show, right? I'm watching this woman cry. I'm watching her being so upset. I'm watching her talk about divorcing her husband, right? I'm there crying with her, right? Her man walks in. She doesn't say a word. In fact, she asked Quad to be her mouthpiece and Quad put out all her business. Andy asked me what's going on with her marriage. I said nothing. I said there in silence. I don't know what she wanted me to say. I don't know what she didn't want me to say, right? So turn to my YouTube. You cannot negate that she said nothing when her man made it, right? So if you take a clip of my YouTube, the people ask me, they say, heavenly, is she being abused? Because she shut the hell up, right? Like, damn. So I'm like, no, physically, I'm dispelling that, that myth. She's not getting physically abused. In fact, I joke at it. If you go back and watch it, I say, she'll probably whip his ass. So I say, she benched 350, right? But they showed it. <laughs> not 350. I said, verbally, yes. Verbally, yes, abusive. Emotionally, yes. they showed it, right? Disrespect. This man had his phone and he showed the men, hey, look at this woman in my phone. You know what I'm saying? He said, he, he, I, I'm not speaking bad on anybody's husband, but everything they showed it. So you got to go back to last year. You can't act like last year didn't happen. You know what I'm saying? So when the people asked me that, I was dispelling that she getting that ass whipped because I don't think that's true. But you watched her be verbally abused. You watched her be emotionally he had a life coach he didn't have one it was a woman it was a man it was it was so much going on it was very dysfunctional for a better word so I spoke what I thought but I was being very careful now if you talk about Toy and all them yeah I told the asses up but Contessa no I did not so when it comes to Scott Contessa's husband mm -hmm. Do you think he's been faithful to Contessa throughout his marriage? I can't speak on that. Listen, my whole thing was this, and this was an error that I made, and I will correct myself when I say I'm wrong. I thought at the reunion when they asked her, was he being faithful? When she said, not today is the word she said, not today. I thought that was a confirmation. But later on, she recanted that and she said, no, I never said he was not being faithful. So I'll go with what she said. But in my mind, when she said not today, I took it as she confirming it. 
Now, I'm not going to go into outside conversations or anything like that. But honestly, I swear to God, I thought that she confirmed it. So I'm going to go with what she's saying. No, uh, I don't, you know, not today. You're going to go with what she said publicly. May I ask you, privately, has she shared with you whether or not he's been faithful? Next question. My next question is this. When it comes to Contessa and Scott, when you say you believe she's in an emotional abusive relationship, not physical, so I want to make sure we know that. Do you think Contessa is afraid of Scott? I will say go back and look at the reunion. She had much mouth for everybody else in the room. When Scott came in, that girl was quiet as a church mouse. She allowed Quad. Now, Quad didn't do anything wrong because he asked. she asked her to be her mouthpiece. And she allowed Quad to say everything she wanted to say, but did not say. Now, that's just true tea. Yeah, no, we all saw that with our own eyes. So... Let's talk about your friendship with her. Without giving so much away this season, what can you say to us that we'll see as relates to the relationship you have with Contessa? I'm going to give you the 45 version, Carlos, because you my guy, right? Listen, this is how this friendship broke down. Contessa, this is off camera, right? I'm going to say off camera, but it's, it's, I'm not revealing anything that wasn't said, right? I'm having a conversation with her. She's on the phone. She calls me. She's very long-winded, right? I'm talking to her and I'm, I'm listening to her. I put the phone down. She comes back. She's still talking about her man, dogging her man, right? So me being the relationship expert, I ask her, I say, Contessa, can I give you some relationship advice, right? And she said, yeah, sure. Give me some advice. Right? I'm the bitch that's on the phone crying with you like, bitch, what are we doing, right? She says, yes. I said to Contessa, let me tell you something. If you're going to stay in marriage, it's just not intelligent for you to go on TV and dog this man out. You got to uplift him if you're going to stay. I said, stop telling people about your marriage. Stop saying that he's doing certain things. Even if he is, speak into him. Speak him into life. You know what she said? She started hollering and crying, and I'm, I'm about to cry myself. She said, Heavenly, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I said, Contessa, you did. We wouldn't even know your shit had you not put it out there. The people are talking. And then she would get upset with the people on Twitter. You know the people on Twitter. And she would call them idiots. And she called Carrie uh, a, a, a devil. And I'm like, Tess, pull back, bitch. Get off Twitter. Stop this. And she stopped speaking to me. She started crying. She hung up the phone. Right? And I'm like, bitch, don't, don't. I'm your friend. I'm here for you. I'm the one with the U-Haul. I don't care what happened. You know what I'm saying? I'm here for you. I'm your friend. We crying, right? And she said, Heavenly, I need time to focus on my marriage. And at that point, she cut us all off. You know, you know, text here and there, but she didn't speak to any of us, contrary to lies or whatever. I don't know what they said on the TV show, but she never spoke to any of us. So I was like, you know what? Let her work on her marriage. I'm praying for you, girl. I love you. You know what I'm saying? Then my daughter has her 16th birthday party. Contessa resurfaces. She comes to the party. She kisses me. She says she loves me. We're going to work it out. You know what I mean? We're friends. I'm sorry. I needed this time for my marriage, right? Two weeks later, we start filming the bitch mad at me. I feel like she used me as a storyline. So she Ooh. did not have to focus on her marriage. I'm just being real. That's what I think. Because it was none of that before we started speaking, before we started filming. We didn't speak, but her answer to me was she was working on a marriage. And I'm like, girl, go get it. You know what I'm saying? Because it got bad. Look at the season last year. It got bad. It really did. I'm the bitch that was crying with you. I'm there for you. And you going to dog me on this? Yes, I dog the shit out of Toya. I do. And I'm, uh, you know, and I probably need to apologize. I do. You know, yes, I did joke with Quad. You know, all the stuff is funny. You know what I'm saying? It's funny, Kiki. Jackie don't give a damn long as you ain't talking about her brand. You know what I'm saying? As long as you... you period. Say, period. <laughs> I get my friends. I know who they are. 
But for you to try to bring all these bitches together to come up against me, the people that I love, you gonna get my adversaries to try to make me look bad, bitch. I didn't do those things to you. I didn't have no text message in my phone. I did not do those things. I never lied to you, bitch. In fact, I told you too much of the truth. I was crying with this girl. I'm really, that's why you always gotta be careful. I'm telling you, you always got to be careful with your friends because they always going to side on their man. And I'm not saying she right or wrong for it. I'm saying I got involved. I'm crying and I'm trying to get this bitch some good advice. Like, dude, if you're going to stay, you looking crazy as hell. Shut up. Now, she took my advice and she she didn't say anything. She did the post to make it look like this. I don't know if their marriage is good or not. I hope that to God that it is. But she took my relationship advice. She didn't pay me. She used it. And then she got mad at me for giving it to her. Now, Carlos, how that make sense to you? Now, I was going to do the vlog after this, but they all pretty much got the vlog now. I was going to go back on my YouTube. <laughs> but you got it. Now, Carlos got the first hand to it, okay? And you're trying to whip my ass. You're trying to whip my ass on national TV, really? I'm never going to fight nobody And when I know I can't win. Come on, man. I'm not stupid. So, wait. Are you saying that Dr. Contessa, who you said can lift a 350-pound weight, are you saying that she tried to get physical with you? Watch the show. <gasps> well, I mean, they show it in the previews, don't they? Jackie broke her arm, hurt her neck trying to keep that bitch off me. I think Jackie, listen, Jackie kept me from getting my ass whipped. Why did Contessa want to fight you, though, Heavenly Lord Jesus? I, I can't tell you no more, goddamn, uh, Carlos. She got to watch the show. I'm not saying anything else. Y'all get me in trouble. Listen, I'm telling you what happened on the previews. You saw that part, right? I did. But watch the show. It's amazing. It's twists and turns. It's ups and downs. We had a good time. We had fun. It's fun. It's funny. But you ain't going to never say I tried to take your marriage or come against your marriage because that's not who I am. I'm a messy bitch, Carlos. I am. I am that. But your marriage, that's what I value the most. Y'all know that. Y'all know that. So don't say that. That would hurt me the most. You saying something that I would come against your marriage. I would never. I was dispelling a rumor or, or, or a notion that she was being abused. That's all. I swear to God, Carlos. That's what it was. And verbally, you heard it. Emotionally, you saw it. So how can I be the truth teller? Now, the problem is, should you do a messy ass blog and have friends? You know what I'm saying? You shit where you eat at. That's another conversation. However... Andy do it, you do it. Y'all still got a relationship. You talk shit about me. Hell, I ain't mad because you're telling the truth. Now, when you start lying, that's when I'll be upset about it. No, and one thing I know about you, you are a fan of Love and Marriage Huntsville, and you believe in married couples staying married because you really were like Martell. You effed up with Melody, and I can't fuck with you because of that. So I do believe you when you say you never want to see a marriage dissipate, and that's the reason why I think it was season six Six, the season where all these couples were going through turmoil in their marriage, it was the season where Dr. G and Quad was going through it. And it was the same season that Dr. Simone and her husband, Damner, said on the reunion they were going to get a divorce. And y'all stepped in and said, no, we're not going to have that. So in your defense, I do not believe whatsoever that you will ever do anything intentionally to ruin someone's marriage. Oh, no, never. I love marriage. I love the fact... You know, even my husband said, that's a win for Satan. If you're ruining a marriage, you know what I'm saying? You can't... No. I, you know, and I'm God-fearing. I would never. Contessa was my friend. I loved her. Right? And it's making me emotional now that she would even say some shit like that about me. Yeah. No, I can see the tears in your eyes and, and hear the sadness in your voice. So let's move on to something that makes you more happy. And let's talk about quad. Okay, okay. Miss <laughs> quad, Miss quad. 
Miss Quad is somebody who I love. I think she's one of the greatest reality stars as well. I think you and Quad are equal in the sense of y'all just have something that is indescribable. When y'all are on camera, magic happens. You're a star. She's a star. But when y'all do scenes together, like we saw in the season premiere, I can watch the two of y'all all day long. So I need to know... What happened to where you and Quad were able to get back on the same page to be friends again? I think that Quad understands my heart. And I will say this. Quad is needed on this show. Even when we were beefing, I would say the same thing. Quad, her energy is needed on this show. Like, I can't carry this shit by myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, we need Quad. And you tried to last season when Quad was a friend to the show. And then why did I keep bringing up Quad's damn name? I was like, she can come back and curse me the hell out. But we need her. You know what I'm saying? At any rate, I'm going to bring her back. So how she came back was I kept bringing up her damn name. I kept bringing up her name. So they had to like, okay, so Quad said, yes, Quad said you big ball and stole. That's what she said. I love Miss Quad. I really do. That's my girl. Me and her don't always get along. She might be mad at me today because of some shit I said, but she's needed on the show. And I'm all for the winning team, okay? I, I look through bull BS to, for us to make something magical. Wow. So you put on your producer hat and made sure that Quad was going to be full-time because they demoted Quad to be friend to the show. Do you know why that happened? I could give you a speculation. And she might be mad at I said, Quad didn't come on time. Time is money. This is a business. That kind of stuff. She was amazing, but you're not more amazing than these people money. That's like coming in and talking about the owners of the show. If you come and smile about Dr. Heavenly and talk shit about Dr. Heavenly, where you going to be at? I'm not saying she did. I'm just saying. It's speculation. But you love her so much and you knew that she was good for the show that you purposely used to bring her name up. So they had no choice but to film with her to address it. I ain't saying they had no choice, but I, I was damn sure rooting for her. I damn sure was trying to bring her back. You know what I'm saying? And we were not on good terms at the time. So if you have that energy for Quad, can you give that same grace to Mariah? Next question, please. Can you and I both admit that Mariah was good for What you? I'm going to say to you is what I would say um, in a political environment <laughs> is that when you badmouth the people you work for, what are you left to do? You could be my greatest producer. You could be my top doctor in my office, right? You can be, and I ain't talking about nobody. I'm not answering your question. But I'm saying if you come in and dog me and I'm writing your check, Bitch, you got to go. I ain't talking about nobody. I'm talking about smiles by Dr. Heavenly. That's what I'm... No, I know. I just wanted to know if you thought she was a great reality star. That's it. I think that Dr. Heavenly and uh, Quad are still on the show, and um, we're we're making an amazing, amazing show. Twists and turns, Carlos, it's amazing. I think that you are not going to be disappointed. You know what I'm saying? And I think that we have the right balance. And this is a real show. Our energy is real. For real. That's what y'all love about it. It's real. And I think that you get this, the funny. Some people think I'm funny when I'm mad. I don't know how they get that. I don't know how they get that. No, when you cuss people out, it's pure comedy. And one thing I will say about your show, Dr. Hamley, it does remind me of old school Atlanta Housewives, where it was real friendships, hilarious the drama was low-key funny. It wasn't to the point where you felt uncomfortable with the drama. Like, when you and Mariah used to get into it, it was never anything scary. It was more so hilarious. And one thing you brought to the show to me was this balance of, I know how to be messy in a funny way, which is why I do consider you one of the greatest reality stars, because you're beautiful, you're smart as fuck, 
but you're funny and you are real. And you remind me of Giselle on Potomac in the sense of you are such a producer. When I watch you, you go into a scene and regardless if it's boring or not, you're going to make sure it's a scene worthy to be watched. Because when I saw the premiere episode and you guys were at, I'm, I'm not being disrespectful, I forgot her name. The new girl. Anila, Anila. Okay, Anila, who, by the way, is doing better than season the last season. I just want to say that. When you were at that party, I don't know if people watch this. You sat and saw Contessa have a conversation with Quad, and you folded your arms and was watching TV unfold. And what made that scene so funny is the fact that you were in the background folding your arms watching. I thought that was genius of you. Do you know what to do as a producer to make scenes great? Like, am I overreacting when I say this or am I right on the money? I think you're right on the money, Carlos. I think about the scenes. I see what's going on. I give the opportunity for somebody else to make the freaking scene. But if it's a scene and these people paying their money, I'm going to make the scene and I'm going to be very real with what I'm saying to it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm a dentist, I'm a doctor, and I ain't gonna lie, I do think I'm the smartest person in it. I, you know, we could argue Jackie. Jackie's been so smart. She branded her stuff from the very beginning to stay out of the best and stay pulled up. That's my girl. I cannot be mad at that. But however, when I decided to join reality TV, I said either I'm gonna do it or I'm not. Either I'm gonna be me or I'm not. I'm gonna be real or I'm not. And at the end of the day, daddy working. So whatever happened, I was ready to work, work with you. Let's talk about Toya, do you think Toya is great for the show? I think Toya is excellent for this show. I think Toya is excellent. I agree. For the show. There's no way in hell you're going to find another bitch to <laughs> sell her dream home and then rent another one. Like, where we going? Where we going? I don't even want to see it. I don't want to see it. And you know what? I ain't even going to, I'm not going to down her. I'm not going to talk bad about it. Y'all done got on my blog and done read me back the blog. <laughs> I'm going to uplift this bitch like, listen, we're going to pray for her. We're going to pray. Wait till you see it, Carlos. Wait till you see it. You're going to say, oh, my God. Like, what the hell, Carlos? Baby, you're going to be like, what the hell? I am from Detroit, like Toya. So I have this affection for Toya, right? So when she got her dream home, I was happy for her because when you're from Detroit, that's a big deal to build your dream home. I don't understand why she sold the house to rent another. So the theories that people have, and I would love to get your opinion. Eugene did not realize that the property tax and the utility bills were going to be so high. And instead of going back into the poor house, they had to sell the house. You are messy and I'm not going to have no part of it. But Carlos, Carlos, if you look back at my YouTube, right? If you look back at my YouTube, I broke it all down for y'all. If you look back at Watch What Happens Live, he asked me before all this went down. Now, Carlos, you're talking to somebody whose husband was an ER doc. I know exactly what Eugene makes. Not think, I know. I know exactly what Toya makes. And and what you call it, the, the thing ain't thinging. The math ain't nothing. The math ain't nothing. The math ain't nothing. With that being said, there's a new doctor in town. Her name is Audra. Yes. Right? And we've seen the previews that she gets into a possible physical fight with Toya. Who won the fight between Toya and Audra? You're going to have to watch it, baby. I have no thing on that. My whole thing is she's a doctor of jurisprudence, meaning she's an attorney. She's a real estate attorney. Go use your brain and keep running with it. She's a real estate attorney. The math ain't mathing. Run with it. (laughs) 
Done with it. Please tell the listeners what they are in store for for this season of Married to Medicine. Oh, my Jesus. Y'all don't have a clue. Baby, please watch. Watch it intensely and go back and watch my YouTube because my YouTube talk about it. Now, yes, I was wrong for some of the ladies, but Tess, I, I was very careful. So for her to come at me, it wasn't, I'm still upset about that, right? So it's twists and turns, ups and downs. It's fun. It's funny. They take me to the strip club. I'm just, after I curse my husband out for going. Y'all saw that. I ain't giving away the show, but they show it on the preview. Yes. It's just amazing. Does daddy go with you? Uh, no, no. He don't even know I went yet. That's the problem. Listen, and Andy Messi is going to show it to him at the reunion because Damon ain't. Anyway. Yes, baby. That interview was everything. Now, look, I know y'all heard her bangles banging, honey. While she's talking about the math, they mathing, honey. The bangles are banging. Okay. So sorry about the noise, but you know, Dr. Heavenly was on the move, honey. So I can't be mad. She found time in her schedule to speak to me about this amazing season. I truly cannot wait to see more of what's in store. She gave us so much tea that I am going to invite her back in the middle of this season so we can recap what we watched so far and then anticipate how the rest of this season is going to unfold. Yes! Thoughts? Opinions? Reads about my conversation with Dr. Heavenly? Email me at realitywiththeking at stitcher.com or leave me a voicemail at 310-593-8188. Thank you for listening to Reality with the King. New episodes drop every Wednesday and Friday. Share, comment, follow, and subscribe to Reality with the King wherever you get your podcast. Visit realitywiththeking.com and be sure to follow me at thecarlosking underscore on Instagram and Twitter. Reality with the King is a production of More Sauce by Stitcher. It is executive produced by me, Carlos King, and Jasmine Henley-Brown. We are also produced by Sierra Spragley-Ricks, engineering and music by Marcus Ham. More Sauce.